Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Often we come in the month of Kiyak and we look at the midnight praises and how we praise St. Mary so much. And often, you know, we feel disconnected, like we don't understand what we're doing necessarily or we don't feel it. You know, we can pray to God and wonder, like I understand why I'm praying to God and I'm worshiping God, but why, why so many chants about St. Mary? And obviously there are historical reasons why this stuff happened, but I'm not gonna go through them now. But I want to touch on something that sometimes we miss, and I have missed for most of my life. St. Mary has such a special place in each one of our lives, and we have to understand that. So we know that when we get baptized, we become members of Christ's body, right? So, so if this is Christ, when I'm baptized, I become inside of Him. That's one of the characteristics of the mystery of baptism. So I really become a member of his body. So when the Father, when Christ was baptized and the Father tells him, this is my beloved Son in whom I am one pleased, he's also saying this to me as well. So if I am a member of Christ, and St. Mary is the mother of Christ in her humanity, in his humanity, St. Mary ontologically, mystically, is really my mother. She really is, right? So, so it's very proper to call her like mother. I would even dare to say that she might even be more my mother than my biological mother. Because real life is eternal life. And real life is based on the salvation of the works of Christ and we have, what He has done for us. So looking at Samiri that way changes everything. How we ought to talk to her in prayer. Whether it's official prayer, which we include in the Agbeya, whether it's me standing up and praying, whether me walking around, you know the error prayers, the Jesus prayers, there's error prayers for St. Mary's, but they're not prayers in terms of worship, obviously, because we only worship God. But they're prayers of, of like acknowledgement, of respect. Like, oh my lady, blessed are you among women, for example, could be a prayer. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, could be a prayer. All of these prayers and the remembrance of who she is. And knowing who she is, you know sometimes when you have beautiful parents that are role models in your life, like you grow up and you wanna be like them. Right? You want to be like them. And looking at St. Mary, there's so many virtues that she has. And there's one specific one that we can look at, that honestly, that I have personally touched indirectly from her, but, you know, I can easily make the association. And that is the life of simplicity. When I went to the convent with some of the youth, and you looked at the nuns, and I cannot express, I truly cannot express how we all felt, not only me. 
And how you would look at the nun, and honestly, within me, I would look at her, I'm like, wow, she's so beautiful. But not beautiful in the earthly sense of beautiful. You would look at their faces and wonder, like, what is this? It's no makeup, no nothing, so simple. Yet there's something inside of them that makes you wonder. And I was looking at them and all I can think about is like, I wonder how St. Mary looked like. I was literally in awe. How does St. Mary look like? In the world today, we have adopted a false sense of beauty. Like think about it, whether it's men or women, right? You know, we do our hair, you know, put makeup on, right? Even the clothes that we wear, we wear clothes to hide our shame, to, uh, to hide our nakedness, our imperfections. We put makeup to hide the imperfection. But we all know that this is not our own reality. We know this is not our real self. We know we're hiding something. But you look at those nuns, and therefore at St. Mary, and they hide nothing. They're like, what you see is what you get. And what you see is real beauty. It's beauty that starts from within, in the soul, through the life of prayer and unity with Christ, that overflows to the physical beauty. And it's so nice to see. And obviously we live in the world, so it's okay to put makeup. I'm not saying put, don't put makeup. I'm not saying walk naked in the street. That's not, I'm not saying any of this stuff. We live in the world we have to manage because we're there in the world. But we have to know deep down within that this is not the reality of what real beauty is. There's something else. And the only thing or the main thing we would see from these nuns is truly their life of simplicity. The youth would ask questions and the answers were so simple yet so powerful. So for example, you know, a youth asks a question to the nun about, you know, what happens, what should I do if I think my friend is doing this? Something of the like, you know, when you think people around you are like doing something that is, you know, you know, like something that is like inappropriate, but they're hiding it. And she's like, the way she would answer is like, she, she doesn't care. She literally doesn't care. Not that she doesn't care about the person, but there's something else that is more important. And the way she would respond is like, no, just live life simply. Be simple. The youth would ask such a difficult question. The answer would be, what does God say? This is God's commandment. Follow it. If this is His commandment, follow it. Do you not know who is the one giving that commandment? So simple, yet was so powerful. Because there was this unity with Christ. But what you saw is the simplicity. How do I live when I know or I think that people around me are saying stuff? Because you know, when, when, when people or when we think something is happening around us, the devil is very good at that. 
And he emphasizes all these thoughts in our minds. And he puts gas on the fire and, he, and my heart becomes on fire with anger. Right? But when you're living a simple life, everything is beautiful. Everything is so beautiful. And that's what they've done. And they made it look so real, because it is real. So we ought to imitate them. And we ought to remember that Christ was always telling the Pharisees that you guys are focusing on the external stuff, right? So you wash your hands, you wash the dish and the cups, but the inside of you is full of greed and self-indulgence. It's like, I don't care about the exterior. I care about the interior. And therefore, we also ought to care about his interior beauty. And that's why we look at St. Mary and we praise her. Because she is our mother. And we look at her and we want to be like her. We want to be as simple as she is, as humble as she is. We want to imitate her because she is truly the best human being that lived on this earth. The last thing I wanted to say was that I understand that it's very difficult sometimes to be simple. Because a lot of things are happening around us and the devil is really overtaking things and, you know, even people within the church can cause issues. You know, the church is a hospital, the church is not perfect, no one claims the church is perfect. But one thing that really helps to be simple is to put things into perspective. And the only proper way to put things into perspective is to bring Christ in the middle of that problem. I could think that I have such a huge problem in my life, whether it's my friend or this relationship or my exam. But in reality, none of these things really matter if they are put into perspective. And if I have my gaze focused on Christ, everything becomes simple. And again, that's what we saw very clearly in those nuns. And that's how we saw or how we heard about St. Mary living her life. Her life was dedicated to Christ, whether in the temple or after the temple. You know, Archangel Gabriel is telling her, he's announcing her the good news. And her response was, how can this be since I do not know a man? What does this response mean? First, it means that she knows how we bear children, right? It, it confirms it. But she's also saying, and she's betrothed to St. Joseph, but she's also saying, I'm not willing to have relationships. I want the crown of virginity. She's telling him, how is it I'm gonna have a child if I'm not willing to be with a man? Her life was dedicated to Christ in every single aspect, right? That's how she lived her life. He was the center of attention. So when Christ becomes the center of our attention too, everything becomes simple. You have a huge problem in your life, put Christ in, it becomes so small you don't care anymore. And Christ deals with all problems, even our biggest enemy, which is death itself. Christ dealt with it. He bore it and he rose and he says, here, here's life. So of course, when someone passes away, we're very sad because we will miss that person. 
But in reality, we will meet them again in heaven because Christ rose from the dead. There's not one problem that he left unresolved. So I have to put him in the midst and live this life of simplicity and glory be to God forever. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.